Welcome to the Daily Scripture Reading for August 13th, 2023. Our readings today come from 1 Chronicles chapters 25-29 through 29 and Psalm 70. We'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Links to today's readings can be found in the podcast description. 1 Chronicles 25 David and the army commanders then appointed men from the families of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun to proclaim God's messages to the accompaniment of lyres, harps, and cymbals. Here is a list of their names and their work. From the sons of Asaph, there were Zachar, Joseph, Nathaniel, and Asarela. They worked under the direction of their father Asaph, who proclaimed God's messages by the king's orders. From the sons of Jeduthun, there were Gedaliah, Zeri, Jeshiah, Shemai, Hashabiah, and Mattathiah, six in all. They worked under the direction of their father, Jeduthun, who proclaimed God's messages to the accompaniment of the lyre, offering thanks and praise to the Lord. From the sons of Heman, there were Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shebael, Jerumoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliatha, Gedalti, Ramantai Ezer, Joshbekasha, Malathi, Hothir, and Mahaziath. All these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer. For God had honored him with fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under the direction of their fathers as they made music at the house of the Lord. Their responsibilities included the playing of cymbals, harps, and lyres at the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman reported directly to the king. They and their families were all trained in making music before the Lord, and each of them, 288 in all, was an accomplished musician. The musicians were appointed to their term of service by means of sacred lots, without regard to whether they were young or old, teacher or student. The first lot fell to Joseph of the Asaph clan and twelve of his sons and relatives. The second lot fell to Gedaliah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The third lot fell to Zechur and twelve of his sons and relatives. The fourth lot fell to Zeri and twelve of his sons and relatives. The fifth lot fell to Nethaniah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The sixth lot fell to Bukiah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The seventh lot fell to Asarela and twelve of his sons and relatives. The eighth lot fell to Jeshaiah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The ninth lot fell to Mataniah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The tenth lot fell to Shemai and twelve of his sons and relatives. The eleventh lot fell to Uziel and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twelfth lot fell to Hashabiah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The thirteenth lot fell to Shubael and twelve of his sons and relatives. The fourteenth lot fell to Mattathiah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The fifteenth lot fell to Jeremoth and twelve of his sons and relatives. The sixteenth lot fell to Hananiah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The seventeenth lot fell to Joshpekasha and twelve of his sons and relatives. The eighteenth lot fell to Hanani and twelve of his sons and relatives. The nineteenth lot fell to Malathi and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twentieth lot fell to Eliatha and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-first lot fell to Hathir and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-second lot fell to Gedalti and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-third lot fell to Mahaziath and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-fourth lot fell to Ramam T. Ezer and twelve of his sons and relatives. First Chronicles 26 
These are the divisions of the gatekeepers. From the Korahites, there was Meshelamiah, son of Kor, of the family of Abiasaph. The sons of Meshelamiah were Zechariah, the oldest, Jedael, the second, Zebediah, the third, Jethaniel, the fourth, Elam, the fifth, Jehohanan, the sixth, and Elihonai, the seventh. The sons of Obed-Edom, also gatekeepers, were Shemaiah, the oldest, Jehozabed, the second, Joah, the third, Sekar, the fourth, Nethanel, the fifth, Amiel, the sixth, Issachar, the seventh, and Pulathai, the eighth. God had richly blessed Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom's son, Shemaiah, had sons with great ability who earned positions of great authority in the clan. Their names were Othni, Raphael, Obed, and Elzabad. Their relatives, Elihu and Semachiah, were also very capable men. All of these descendants of Obed-Edom, including their sons and grandsons, 62 of them in all, were very capable men, well qualified for their work. Meshelamiah's 18 sons and relatives were also very capable. Hosea of the Merari clan appointed Shimri as the leader among his sons, though he was not the oldest. His other sons included Hilkiah the second, Tebaliah the third, and Zechariah the fourth. Hosea's sons and relatives who served as gatekeepers numbered 13 in all. These divisions of gatekeepers were named for their family leaders, and like the other Levites, they served at the house of the Lord. They were assigned by families for guard duty at the various gates, without regard to age or training, for it was all decided by means of sacred lots. The responsibility for the east gate went to Meshelamiah and his group. The north gate was assigned to his son Zechariah, a man of unusual wisdom. The south gate went to Obed-Edom, and his sons were put in charge of the storehouse. Shupum and Hosa were assigned to the west gate and the gateway leading up to the temple. Guard duties were divided evenly. Six Levites were assigned each day to the east gate, four to the north gate, four to the south gate, and two pairs at the storehouse. Six were assigned each day to the west gate, four to the gateway leading up to the temple, and two to the courtyard. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers from the clans of Korah and Merari. Other Levites, led by Ahijah, were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries of the gifts dedicated to the Lord. From the family of Libni, in the clan of Gershon, Jehiel was the leader. The sons of Jehiel, Zetham and his brother Joel, were in charge of the treasuries of the house of the Lord. These are the leaders that descended from Amram, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel. From the clan of Amran, Shebuel was a descendant of Gershom, son of Moses. He was the chief officer of the treasuries. His relatives through Eleazar were Rehabiah, Jeshiah, Joram, Zikri, and Shelemoth. Shelemoth and his relatives were in charge of the treasuries containing the gifts that King David, the family leaders, and the generals and captains and other officers of the army had dedicated to the Lord. These men dedicated some of the plunder they had gained in battle to maintain the house of the Lord. Shelemoth and his relatives also cared for the gifts dedicated to the Lord by Samuel the seer, Saul son of Kish, Abner son of Ner, and Joab son of Zeruiah. All the other dedicated gifts were in their care, too. From the clan of Isar came Kenaniah. He and his sons were given administrative responsibilities over Israel as officials and judges. From the clan of Hebron came Hashabiah. He and his relatives, 1,700 capable men, 
were put in charge of their Israelite lands west of the Jordan River. They were responsible for all matters related to the things of the Lord and the service of the king in that area. Also from the clan of Hebron came Jeriah, who was the leader of the Hebronites, according to the genealogical records. In the fortieth year of David's reign, a search was made in the records, and capable men from the clan of Hebron were found at Jazer, in the land of Gilead. There were two thousand seven hundred capable men among the relatives of Jeriah. King David sent them to the east side of the Jordan River, and put them in charge of the tribes of Reuben and Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were responsible for all matters related to God and the king. First Chronicles 27 This is the list of Israelite generals and captains and their officers who served the king by supervising the army divisions that were on duty each month of the year. Each division served for one month and had 24,000 troops. Yashobiam, son of Zebdiel, was commander of the first division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the first month. He was a descendant of Perez, and was in charge of all the army officers for the first month. Dodei, a descendant of Ahoa, was commander of the second division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the second month. Mikloth was his chief officer. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, the priest, was commander of the third division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the third month. This was the Benaiah who commanded David's elite military group, known as the Thirty. His son Amizabad was his chief officer. Asahel, the brother of Joab, was commander of the 4th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the fourth month. Asahel was succeeded by his son Zebediah. Shammah, the Israelite, was commander of the 5th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the fifth month. Ira, son of Aikish, from Tekoa, was commander of the 6th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the sixth month. Helez, a descendant of Ephraim from Pelon, was commander of the 7th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the seventh month. Sibekai, a descendant of Zerah from Husha, was commander of the 8th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the eighth month. Abiezer from Anathoth, in the territory of Benjamin, was commander of the ninth division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the ninth month. Mahariah, a descendant of Zerah from Natofa, was commander of the 10th division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 10th month. Benaiah, from Pirathon in Ephraim, was commander of the 11th division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 11th month. Helid, a descendant of Othniel from Natofa, was commander of the 12th division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 12th month. The following were the tribes of Israel and their leaders. Reuben, Eliezer, son of Zikri. Simeon, Shephatiah, son of Maaka. Levi, Hashabiah, son of Kimuel. Aaron, the priest. Zadok. Judah, Elihu, a brother of David. Issachar. Omri, son of Michael, Zebulon, Ishmaiah, son of Obadiah, Naphtali, Jeremoth, son of Azrael, Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Azaziah, Manasseh, west, Joel, son of Padiah, Manasseh in Gilead, east, Edo, son of Zechariah, Benjamin, Jasiel, son of Abner, Dan, Azarel, son of Jehoram. These were the leaders of the tribes of Israel, 
When David took his census, he did not count those who were younger than twenty years of age, because the Lord had promised to make the Israelites as numerous as the stars in heaven. Joab, son of Zeruiah, began the census, but never finished it, because the anger of the God fell on Israel. The total number was never recorded in King David's official records. Asmaveth, son of Adil, was in charge of the palace treasuries. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the regional treasuries throughout the towns, villages, and fortresses of Israel. Ezri, son of Caleb, was in charge of the field workers who farmed the king's lands. Shimei, from Ramah, was in charge of the king's vineyards. Zabdi, from Shepham, was responsible for the grapes and the supplies of wine. Belhanan, from Gader, was in charge of the king's olive groves and sycamore fig trees in the foothills of Judah. Joash was responsible for the supplies of olive oil. Shetray from Sharon was in charge of the cattle on the Sharon plain. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was responsible for the cattle in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jediah from Meronoth was in charge of the donkeys. Jezis, the Hagrite, was in charge of the king's flocks of sheep and goats. All these officials were overseers of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a wise counselor to the king, a man of great insight, and a scribe. Jehiel, the Hakmonite, was responsible for teaching the king's sons. Ahithophel was the royal advisor. Hushai, the archite, was the king's friend. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benaiah, and by Abiathar. Joab was commander of the king's army. 1 Chronicles 28 David summoned all the officials of Israel to Jerusalem, the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions, the other generals and captains, the overseers of the royal property and livestock, the palace officials, the mighty men, and all the other brave warriors in the kingdom. David rose to his feet and said, My brothers and my people, it was my desire to build a temple where the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, God's footstool, could rest permanently. I made the necessary preparations for building it, but God said to me, You must not build a temple to honor my name, for you are a warrior and have shed much blood. Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, has chosen me from among all my father's family to be king over Israel forever, for he has chosen the tribe of Judah to rule. And from among the families of Judah he chose my father's family. And from among my father's sons the Lord was pleased to make me king over all Israel. And from among my sons, for the Lord has given me many, he chose Solomon to succeed me on the throne of Israel and to rule over the Lord's kingdom. He said to me, Your son Solomon will build my temple and his courtyards, for I have chosen him as my son, and I will be his father. And if he continues to obey my commands and regulations as he does now, I will make his kingdom last forever. So now, with God as our witness and in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, I give you this charge. Be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God, so that you may continue to possess this good land and leave it to your children as a permanent inheritance. And Solomon, my son, Learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build the temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. 
Then David gave Solomon the plans for the temple and its surroundings, including the entry room, the storerooms, the upstairs rooms, the inner rooms, and the inner sanctuary, which was the place of atonement. David also gave Solomon all the plans he had in mind for the courtyards of the Lord's temple, the outside rooms, the treasuries, and the rooms for the gifts dedicated to the Lord. The king also gave Solomon the instructions concerning the work of the various divisions of priests and Levites in the temple of the Lord, and he gave specifications for the items in the temple that were to be used for worship. David gave instructions regarding how much gold and silver should be used to make the items needed for service. He told Solomon the amount of gold needed for the gold lampstands and lamps and the amount of silver for the silver lampstands and lamps, depending on how each would be used. He designated the amount of gold for the table on which the bread of the presence would be placed and the amount of silver for other tables. David also designated the amount of gold for the solid gold meat hooks used to handle the sacrificial meat and for the basins, pitchers, and dishes, as well as the amount of silver for every dish. He designated the amount of refined gold for the altar of incense. Finally, he gave him a plan for the Lord's chariot, the gold cherubim whose wings were stretched out over the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. Every part of this plan, David told Solomon, was given to me in writing from the hand of the Lord. Then David continued, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. He will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. The various divisions of the priests and Levites will serve in the temple of God. Others, with skills of every kind, will volunteer, and the officials and the entire nation are at your command. 1 Chronicles 29 Then King David turned to the entire assembly and said, my son Solomon, whom God has clearly chosen as the next king of Israel, is still young and inexperienced. The work ahead of him is enormous, for the temple he will build is not for mere mortals, it is for the Lord, God, himself. Using every resource at my command, I have gathered as much as I could for building the temple of my God. Now there is enough gold, silver, bronze, iron, and wood, as well as great quantities of onyx, other precious stones, costly jewels, and all kinds of fine stone and marble. And now, because of my devotion to the temple of my God, I am giving all of my own private treasures of gold and silver to help in the construction. This is in addition to the building materials I have already collected for his holy temple. I am donating more than 112 tons of gold from Ophir, and 262 tons of refined silver, to be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings, and for the other gold and silver work to be done by the craftsmen. Now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the generals and captains of the army, and the king's administrative officers all gave willingly. For the construction of the temple of God, they gave about 188 tons of gold, 10,000 gold coins, 375 tons of silver, 675 tons of bronze, and 3,750 tons of iron. They also contributed numerous precious stones, which were deposited in the treasury of the house of the Lord, under the care of Jehiel, a descendant of Gershon. The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord and King David was filled with joy. Then David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. 
O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand, and at your discretion people are made great and given strength. O our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people, that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you, and we give you only what you first gave us. We are here for only a moment, visitors and strangers in the land, as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. O Lord our God, even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives, and I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. O Lord, the God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, make your people always want to obey you. See to it that their love for you never changes. Give my son Solomon the wholehearted desire to obey all your commands, laws, and decrees, and to do everything necessary to build this temple, for which I have made these preparations. Then David said to the whole assembly, Give praise to the Lord your God. And the entire assembly praised the Lord, the God of their ancestors. And they bowed low and knelt before the Lord and the king. The next day they brought one thousand bulls, one thousand rams, and one thousand male lambs as burnt offerings to the Lord. They also brought liquid offerings and many other sacrifices on behalf of all Israel. They feasted and drank in the Lord's presence with great joy that day. And again they crowned David's son Solomon as their new king. They anointed him before the Lord as their leader, and they anointed Zadok as priest. So Solomon took the throne of the Lord in place of his father David and he succeeded in everything, and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials and warriors and the sons of King David pledged their loyalty to King Solomon, and the Lord exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel, and he gave Solomon greater royal splendor than any king in Israel before him. So David, son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. He reigned over Israel for forty years, seven of them in Hebron and thirty-three in Jerusalem. He died at a ripe old age, having enjoyed a long life, wealth, and honor. Then his son Solomon ruled in his place. All the events of King David's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the record of Samuel the seer, the record of Nathan the prophet, and the record of Gad the seer. These accounts include the mighty deeds of his reign and everything that happened to him, and to Israel, and to all the surrounding kingdoms. Psalm 70 for the choir director, a psalm of David, asking God to remember him. Please, God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to kill me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great, but as for me, 
I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my savior. O Lord, do not delay. Thanks for joining me today for today's daily scripture reading. I'd like to recommend to you a podcast by my friend David Heflin called In the Seams, a podcast inviting people with chronic pain and illness to consider how God is in the seams of our brokenness and how he mends us through our suffering. Please click on the link in the podcast description to check it out now.